Hello, welcome one and all to another special, I can honestly say special because this is one of my favorite episodes we do every year, special episode of Game Over. I'm your hostess with the French Toast is joined in studio by the field reporter, no longer field reporter, back to regular squad mate, Matthew Menia. How you doing, Matt? Hello. I am rather sick, but... uh, I'm back, so I'm good. Did you have too much fun on a long weekend, and you got yourself a you got yourself a little sickness? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, let's go with that. Or just saying too much at karaoke night at the wigwam. <laughs> Definitely that. Although there's no such thing as too much karaoke. Too much karaoke for your throat, but not too much karaoke for your soul. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I understand. Like whenever I do stuff like that, and I go and play, do karaoke, or play rock band for like an hour and a half at a time. The next day, it's like, oh, now I understand why like singers have to do warm-ups and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't just. From barely talking all day, show up and just exert yourself for an hour and a half and hope you'll be okay. Doesn't quite work like that. Okay, so if uh, if you are doing your homework at home, the preferable place to do your homework, ooh, uh, you'll know <laughs> that if Matt and I are the only two people in the studio, it's got to be for a reason. And that reason is today is our annual video game music day. Yay! Yay! So, God, whenever we do this... We usually do it in the spring, but then we sort of lost track of time, and then you left for the summer, mm-hmm. so now we're back on the 1st of September doing it, um, or I guess it's, today's the 2nd of September. Wow. September's just flying by. Don't yeah. even realize. It seems Man, like it was the 1st just yesterday. Just yesterday. It felt like it was the 1st of September. That's exactly right. But it, it always feels like... Man, I have so much stuff to do, and then it comes down to it's like, okay, how can I narrow it down that we always have to play? I'm like, every single time I feel, okay, the next time we'll actually... I'll pick fewer songs so we can play the entire song for once. Because mm-hmm. usually we cut it off about halfway through to get to the amount of songs. And then when I was picking songs for something, I'm like, ah, I can't do it again. We're probably going <laughs> to to cut them off. But that being said, uh, considering, uh, first of all, we are doing a Power Hour episode of Game Over. So uh, it's going to be us for the full hour playing music to you from 5 to 6. You can find it. Uh, I'm not sure if... Uh, this is the one episode I'm not sure if I can podcast because like, we have a radio license when we're on air, but we don't when we're just a podcast. So I'm going to have to do my homework on that one. Certainly we can't charge for it, not that I'm making any money for a podcast anyway. Um, but yeah, definitely the best place to listen to this show is live, and I believe you, you could definitely find it on umfm.com, and I'll um, see if I can get it onto Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys are podcasts. But if you can't find it, you know where to find us, gameover.com. No, not Game Over. Wow, I wish. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Game Over UMFM is the place to find us. So like us on Facebook. And if uh, I'll keep an eye on I have a Facebook page open right now. Just refreshing it to see if anyone's actually liking it. No one so far, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you can think of a song while you're listening to it and you really want us to play it on air, because uh, shockingly, we haven't played and listened to everything. Uh, but if you think of a song on air, feel free to send me a message on the Facebook Messenger, and I'll try to play it on air for you. That should be fun. But uh, in the meantime, we got a whole bunch of stuff. I like you. You picked an appropriately length playlist, eleven songs. <laughs> I respect that. Mine is forty-eight songs. Oh wow! <laughs> so we're like I said. I like the enthusiasm. We're going to be uh, picking and choosing some. Definitely won't be able to get through all of them. Although to be fair, I think the first like ten of those were from the previous one. Um, but that's okay. Yeah, so, I also have some holdovers on my previous playlists. Yes. As well. You know, I want to start off with something. I'm going to try to... I s- could swear to God I put it on here. Uh, yes. Here we go. So, one of the things that I, I did... I have, I'm have i subscribed to this channel. I can't pronounce it properly. It's called, like, Martos? M-A-R-T-Zero-Z-Z. Sounds right to me. So however you pronounce that. And these guys, they're actually, if you can't pronounce it, they're really easy to find because I'm going to start us off with a weird one. They're a marimba channel. So if uh, they're, I feel confident saying it's YouTube's biggest marimba channel and they load a, update like one video every eight years or something like that. Like I was absolutely astonished the other day when they uploaded a video. But sure enough, they uploaded a video of the Halo theme on marimba. And the Halo theme is a classic song that I think we've probably played before and we'll probably play mm-hmm. again because it's just... So good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, everything that you hear is done by these guys on uh, their voice, their piano, and their marimba. So let's give that a little listen.
<laughs> I never noticed that. I don't know why, but at some point in the video, the guy picks up a banana from in between two keys and puts it in between two different keys. I wonder if there are Marimba players out there. Uh, feel free to message us. And, that, and uh, Maybe that was just an Easter egg. Maybe I've never noticed that these guys have a banana in every one of their videos. But the marimba is just such a, a weird instrument. It's like a huge, for people out there who don't know, it's like a huge xylophone, basically, but made out of wood, right? Yeah, specifically yeah. rosewood. Oh, there you go. Specifically. So it's like, it's not something that you would run into in your daily life unless you're a professional musician, like, or with the symphony or something like mm -hmm. that. So it's just an interesting sound, and it takes, like you can see in this video, it takes three guys all standing next to each other to play it. Mm -hmm. um, so they're all doing the different parts, and it's it's very, very impressive. But yeah, considering that video was just uploaded on August 19th, just two weeks ago, I feel like that was a good place to start. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we have, we got a double up on our list that we're going to play next. Maybe you can lead into it. This is Baba Yetu. I, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, even though they say it in the song like 50 times. <laughs> um, but basically it's a Civ theme. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know any, anything more of it, but apparently it's from this guy's Grammy award winning album. Wow. Ooh, fancy. I mean, the music in Civ has always been great. Yes. Yeah, like, they really, I mean, maybe we'll maybe we'll kind of talk over this one. Or I'll just leave the mix on live. We won't necessarily talk over the entire thing. But part of the thing is when you're playing Civ, I mean, I think, except for the fact that Gandhi loves nukes, I think that Civ tries to be respectful of all the cultures. Mm -hmm. It doesn't try to make one culture look better than the other culture. Everyone that you talk to speaks their native language. And man, this music just primed you so perfectly. This is one that always comes up. If you ever just like Google or search on YouTube, best video game music. Yeah. This one is always near the top. Well, if it's on a Grammy Award winning album. That's not really what we normally think of when you think of video games. No. Yeah, it sounds like more stuff that you would hear in like The Lion King or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's more sort of like contemporary choral yeah. than soundtrack. It's also, I, I, I kind of like it double because it's uploaded uh, by the guy. It's, by, it's composed by a guy named Christopher Tin. And it's uploaded by him, like his YouTube channel. So I love it when you're, like, there's always, I always feel a little bit icky when uh, I have the option to listen to something on, like, the band or whatever is their own channel, mm -hmm. and I'm listening to it to someone else, or, like, someone else who just re-uploaded it. So I always feel good. So, yeah, that's a great one. And I think that, that sort of carries on the tradition that video games have of uh, taking music that people might not be exposed to, especially if they're traditionally dealing with young folks, mm -hmm. like how many young people of any gender, any ethnicity, whatever, listen to choral music in their spare time? Yeah. You know, it's unless you're a band geek, which there are dozens of, we're two of them, um, you're probably not going to listen to that. So that's a nice little exposure. Like, that's been in how many years now? Like, literally millions of people yeah. have listened to that song. Yeah. Well, and the Halo theme that we played before is a good example of that, too. Totally. I mean, how many videos can you find on YouTube of, like, teenage boys in a bathroom or a locker room doing what's essentially monk chant? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I just looked it up. Uh, Baba Yetu means our father in Swahili. Oh, there you go. Yeah, a little fun fact. There you go. That's the, the kind of fun facts that you come here for. I don't know if there's anything on your list that you want to get to immediately after that or for your... Cause I, <laughs> well, we might as well go for the the other double up from Persona. Sure. Yeah, we have a Persona 5. Did you play Persona 5? Oh, I did. I played much, a lot of Persona 5. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like it, but this is actually the main battle music. Oh wow! From Persona. It's. I remember distinctly talking about last year about how much I love bass funk in my video game music. Mm -hmm. This has got it hard. So yeah, I was just like going through lists that other people have made, and this came up a lot. Yeah. You're not so 
genuinely that song if like if I turned on the radio and I was listening to pop music and that song came up it would it would fit exactly I mean mm-hmm. it's maybe it's too good to be on pop radio <laughs> probably it doesn't use the same four chords or whatever it is um, yeah I haven't played Persona 5 I really want to especially because people have been like Fire Emblem is Fire Emblem Three Houses Harry Potter meets Persona is what like basically everyone says and then I'm like, well, I love Fire Emblem. I love Harry Potter. Therefore, I should, <laughs> should love, love Persona. Persona. Yeah, it just makes so much sense. I think you would. You should definitely give it a try. All of the music in that game is amazing. Mm. It all has the same kind of like um, pop stringy, just sort of like um, kind of like funky energy. It's really, really good throughout. Mm-hmm. It's got, yeah, that's that's a good way of doing it. That's a good way of describing it. It does have energies. Well, I want to stay in the pocket of what we just discussed there uh we were talking fire emblem which obviously is the thing that we've played most recently and uh, there are a couple songs from the new fire emblem uh soundtrack that stuck out to me one of which is sothis's theme which again i don't feel too bad talking over it because that's what you do in the game but like whenever time you talk to sothis and you're in sort of like the dream state i don't even know what it's called now and I've beaten the game twice. Do you know the name of that? Is it like the just the dark depths of your brain? I'm not really sure. I guess. Um, but yeah, anytime that you're there, this music plays. And I, I thought that I really added to the vibe. And then there's a, there's actually two more that I want to get to very quickly. This one's... Uh, I don't know if you get this song, Matt. Oh, whoops. Little double up there. This is the final boss music of Golden Deers, at least. get that theme at the end of uh, Black Eagles? I imagine I, you wouldn't forget it. I can't remember, yeah, and I don't think I would have forgotten that, so yeah. I'm going to say no. That was, I mean, the battle was good. Don't get me wrong, the final battle and the Golden Bears, I was very satisfied with it. Perhaps even more satisfied than the Blue Lines battle. Um, but that, that song is, like, that guy's mm-hmm. just, like, screaming the entire time. And then there's one other thing, and then I swear to God we'll play and talk about something else. Um, but there's one particular song in Three Houses that comes out of nowhere. When you're in Shambhala. Shambhala? Which I, I... That's like the city of darkness. Yeah, 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 That you went to, too. The place that suddenly looks very different from everywhere yeah. else in the game. And sounds different. I assume you've heard this theme? Yes. So you know what's coming. <laughs> So it just goes straight up dubstep for a period. That's definitely what you expect from a fantasy, <laughs> like, yeah. medieval military school game. Exactly. It's not unpleasant. Like, there, I've been uh, I've been known to dubstep. I've been known to gent in my spare time. Uh, but that is at a thousand percent not what I saw coming. And it, the problem is energy like that doesn't quite fit with Fire Emblem, you know, because it's turn-based. Mm-hmm. So you have to add a fair amount of energy to the combat because the combat can be pretty slow-paced, especially if you're like me and you didn't plan. So there's a chest in the far north of it, <laughs> and you got someone who's, like, frantically running up there with a key, and everyone else waits to go into the door to fight the final guy. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have those moments, it tends to break the uh, the flow of it. But yeah, that song comes out of nowhere. That's why I had to shout it out. Is there yeah. something on that's one of those That's one of those songs that ju- is just sort of its own thing. Yeah. You, for example, like it's extremely musically different from um, uh, Midna's Desperate Hour in yeah. Twilight Princess, the piano thing that only plays once. Mm-hmm. But it's that kind of thing that only plays once. It's so different. It, like, re- it's really striking. Yeah. Because of basically yeah, how unexpected it is. 
there's I I don't know the name of the song and I won't even play it necessarily, but there's a part of Three Houses where uh, basically there's a, they have a sad like piano theme and I mm-hmm. forget the name of the song, but similar to Midna's Desperate Hour or whatever I think that's your right that's yeah. what it's called. Uh, I hated that it broke the song broke when you went to a specific specific area of the castle like if you go down to the marketplace it plays the marketplace theme i'm like guys i'm still sad in the marketplace <laughs> and the same with midnight it's like oh man this theme's so great until you run into a uh, like an enemy and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it changes the enemy theme for like 10 seconds and changes back Ugh. you guys couldn't just keep it smooth <laughs> keep the the feeling going okay anything on your list that you want to that you want to shout out um in a maybe keep it in a slightly similar vein we can take a look at uh Domina. Domina. What Which is a game that I have never played. <gasps> uh, sort of similar to you. The, f- the first thing you do is sort of, you know, think of games that you enjoy, music that you know well, and add that into the list. And then, you know, once you've added, you know, for you, maybe 30 songs or so, you start, you know, researching for yeah. uh, new music that you may not know. And this is one of the ones that I came across. I've played Domina. And uh, <laughs> I liked it quite a bit. And part of the thing that I like the most was the soundtrack and now I feel kind of embarrassed that I didn't think about it but yeah the music is crazy I'm assuming it's about to kick up at some point here it will yeah yeah I chose this one out of about six or seven top quality choices According to the comments, we're waiting for something in 10 seconds. Yeah, I got that game for the Steam Summer Sale. It was on sale, so I, I forget what percentage off it was, but whatever. But basically, I like I bought. I'm probably. I mean, I guess you're away for the Steam Summer Sale, so it might be tougher for you. But I mm-hmm. bought like you know five or six games, and then I go into the computer room and play them for each for like half an hour, and then turn if I want to um, return if I want to return anybody. And I just remember leaving that room and going out to talk to Adam, who was sitting on the couch playing, I presume, Fire Emblem, and I was like. Dude, <laughs> I just played this game, and it's insane. Yeah. Like, basically, you have... I mean, they're not far above stick figures, but, like, you have... it's You pick these little figures, and you sort of train them up, and then send them into fight. But the fighting, I think you can... I, I think you can do it where you control it. But I found it was more fun. You can also automate it. So, like, your fighters will just... Your gladiators will just fight the other fight gladiators, and they have this... I'll play it a little bit again. This insane music playing when you're fighting it just makes the again basically stick figure animation feels mm-hmm. so much more intense that yeah. is a great pull yeah the title of that one is Crixus. yeah yeah they got a bunch of good i mean again it's based on um like roman gladiator stuff mm-hmm. so clearly this guy like listened to dubstep while he was watching gladiator like metal <laughs> dubstepy stuff and while he was uh watching gladiator and that's where he got inspired. someone says to turn it down and he goes no wait no 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 <laughs> yeah. i have a vision Yes, I and uh, apparently it was the creator of the game who also made the soundtrack. I love that. Nice. I'm pretty sure that's also the case in Undertale. I believe so. So maybe that's just if you're hyper talented, people are able to create that kind of stuff. Props to them. There is one thing that I'm gonna while we're in again while we're in this vein, maybe we'll have a more mellow vein coming up. Um, a game that that really reminds me of, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was heavily inspired. The Domin- uh, guy was Doom. From mm-hmm. 2016, 2014, 2016. The other one. 2016, I think. So the the soundtrack was by a guy named Mick Gordon, who also has a YouTube channel. And this is the craziest song, in my opinion, on that soundtrack. It's called BFG Division. BFG standing for Big Fun Gun. Wink! <laughs> it's not what the F stands for. Uh, but this is a similar wait until it kicks off song, so, you know, wait until it kicks off.
So I believe the uh, the phrase that the internet loves is like, "Does it gent?" But does it gent, bro? Is what like <laughs> uh, obnoxious guitar YouTube loves to say, and uh, I can confidently say. Doom Gents. <laughs> and that song is eight minutes long, and it's really good. And the best part is, uh, it's, again, a music video uploaded by the composer, Mick Gordon. Mm-hmm. So you can watch him play. And I love when you see, like, guitars tuned way down. The uh, string is basically like a piece of spaghetti. So it's just, like, wiggling all <laughs> over the place. Just flapping in the yeah. wind. Gives it this amazing music. Okay, do you have anything else that's in that vein? Let's, well, let's try to keep the tempo high, the blood boiling. You sure. Know. So, uh... When I was thinking of video game music, one thing that sort of sprung to my mind was the new Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, yeah. It came up fairly recently. Um, and so I have one from that, but uh, I actually have another one from Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is um, what it, the Cadence of Hyrule is based on, oh. which is basically a roguelike rhythm game, um, which is not a usual combo. I'm honestly not generally a massive fan of rhythm games, um, and I haven't actually played Crypt of the Necrodancer, but I watched... Uh, many videos about it today, and I hmm. think I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I I also haven't played it yet, but I know a few people, like friends who I see it in their Steam list, and they have like you know a lot of hours mm-hmm. logged in that game. So it seems to be quite popular. Disco yeah. Descent, as I assume what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, this is another one where I could have picked probably 15 things from it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's nice. Share these playlists because <laughs> I'm keeping yours. This is fire. Yeah, this was this was uh, you know sometimes when we're going through, you think of a game that has good music, and then yeah. you got to go and find a track that represents it. This one was really difficult in a good way because there were no standouts on um, on the soundtrack because they're all so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me based on what that is. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, nothing is special in a good way because it's all amazing. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna play something i don't know if it quite has that energy maybe let's move into like an I'm, we're trying to segue let's move into maybe an 8-bit zone so this isn't from a classic game although i do have some classic games that i'm going to throw in afterward this is from shovel knight which is like the best example of a modern game trying to emulate a classic game and and really succeeding i don't say that in like a bad way but it was clearly like an homage um, to old 8-bit platformers And then there, I'm going to play two things for you. Uh, these are both from very big franchises that we, I think, thus far have passed over. And that franchise is Mega Man. So maybe I'm biased, because I feel like when you're growing up, I mean, Mega Man was a smidge even before we were, like, children. Yeah. But I feel like when you're growing up, your family, like, picks a mascot. And so I guess for us, it was Pokemon primarily, but people just before us, it was... Were you a Sonic guy? Were you a Mario guy? Were you a Mega Man guy? This is from 1990. Mega Man 3. So again, we're playing a lot of like newer stuff, but we have to, we definitely have to tip our hat to some of the classics um, that basically came up with this genre. And this is probably the most favorite, famous Mega Man theme in my opinion. I think this is probably what would be considered the main theme. Yeah. It's from Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how much. I didn't look to see if you had any 8-bit stuff on uh, on your playlist here. It's uh, not quite 8-bit, but the uh, the Wind Waker prologue sort of in that Wind similar Waker. kind of sound. Oh, I see. Yeah, that Mega Man 2 theme was one of the ones that I saw um, done at Video Games Live a couple years ago. Oh, my goodness. That would be great. Oh, it was. I think if I had to pick one... Oh, of course. If I had to pick one game whose music I could live in, it would be Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I think Zelda would be a pretty easy choice because it's got such a wide array in all the games. Mm-hmm. But in Wind Waker specifically, the music is so excellent. I think we've definitely played a Wind Waker song every time. Oh, definitely. I think we played, like, Dragon Roos. We played the medley. The sailing theme is always sailing is theme. an all-time oh, great. Yeah. Love it, yeah. I, this whole intro, along with the video, the video is great this yeah this little like three or four minute uh intro is kind of cinematic with the pictures mm-hmm. is so incredibly well done and i think the music is a big reason why um for we're about to hear the main theme come in mm-hmm. and honestly this main theme is maybe my least favorite part of this intro which is saying something because it's still great yeah you know i i would watch this intro over and over again when i first played wind Waker when i was maybe 10 or 11 and for a 10 or 11 year old boy to get completely enthralled with what's basically a chamber piece with celeste, cello, two recorders, and a violin. Yeah. Is really saying something. It is. And what I think needs to be given credit, not just to Wind Waker, but I can remember definitely as well scenes in Twilight Princess, like when you, when the, uh, one of the great fairies, like the snake fairy in the thing, shows you that weird, creepy vision mm-hmm. of the future thing, where like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That, like acid trip scene? Yep. Um, but a lot of games have, like, really good games, really good story, and really good music. But the music doesn't necessarily tie one-to-one in the games. Mm-hmm. This is what it does. Like, clearly, I don't know who wrote what first, but they were like, 100%, when this part happens, I need this to be on screen. When this part happens, yeah. I need this to be on screen. It's not just something... I mean, I guess it helps that, in this case, the the um, the dialogue is being played on the screen. You don't really have a choice. Whereas in a lot of games... Nowadays, at least, if you have a dialogue option, you could just sit on that dialogue option for a while, mm-hmm. right? And the music just has to be keep you in that zone. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a, a great, I and mean, it gets you totally ready too. Like, mm-hmm. let's not even talk about that kind of thing. It gets you absolutely pumped to be in that type of game world. Okay, uh, and let's you know what? Let's do some epic stuff. Actually, no, no, no. Sorry, one more Nintendo thing because <laughs> I told Neil in the show before that we would. <laughs> fun and that guy is having so much fun playing that bit mm-hmm. unbelievable i really want to hear some like jazz saxophonist like end of year jury where they play that and then one of the professors is like oh man that like that yeah kicks what is that yeah that's yeah, it's from mario kart <laughs> yeah you know what i bet it's happened right because that i mean it's so iconic at this point you can't have so many like a generation of musicians yourself included mm-hmm. have grown up with video game music so i'd be astonished if Actually, that's a good point. Have you ever done that in like a band test or in like a, a trumpet test or something? Played a trumpet piece from a, a video game? I don't think so. Not for anything official. I know at, at somewhere on Facebook there's a recording of me playing a trumpet solo from the Metal, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 main theme. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've started but not finished a few arrangements of some video game stuff, but I don't think I've ever actually like done one in any kind of performance or test. Interesting. I've done lots of movie stuff. 
Yeah, I would imagine. I feel like trumpet isn't as used in video games. I'm just sneaking this Banjo-Kazooie song up on you. This reminds me... You know that Tenny Bears had their picnic song? I don't think I do. And today's the day the Tenny Bears had their picnic. I'm not imagining that song, I swear to God. <laughs> this song sounds just like it. You Okay, I'm going to try to find the lyrics. You know, I'm going to try to find the song. I have a radio show. I can play it for you people. Teddy Bears Picnic. Anne Murray. Wow. Okay, you have this song in your brain? You know what it sounds like? Okay, yep. You, you know what we just listened to? That's called Gruntilda's Lair. Love the synth. If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. If you go down in the woods today, you'd better go in This is actually skies. sung by Anne Murray. For every bear that ever there was will gather there for certain because today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Okay, I'll go back. The other one. Is that from something? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook with whatever the hell that's from. Doesn't it kind of sound like it, though? I feel like... Yeah, it was. Yeah, very similar. I feel like there's a connection to be made there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A lovely children's song sung by Anne Murray. There you go. Teddy Bear's Picnic. Yeah, apparently it's by uh, Henry Hall. That's a composer from 1932. Interesting. That's the original learning things yeah even we're learning things literally on air we're learning things okay we both have we're a little over halfway through um so we both have a ton of orchestral stuff and i bet there's other some other not necessarily orchestral stuff that you want to play too so let's have like a big meaty chunk of the show dedicated to orchestral stuff sure. right here is there anything that you want to uh, lead us into right now uh well monster hunter iceborne is coming out at the end of this week so why Ooh. not let's play some monster hunter music Monster Hunter. This is going to be a little bit of a strange uh, lead-in. Um, World Warcraft Classic came out last week, and the one thing I always loved about WoW music was the theme for something would always start playing as soon as you entered an area, and so you oh, got yeah. all, lots of awesome. You got lots of awesome intros. Ooh. And similarly. In Monster Hunter World, this is the theme for the Basil Goose, which you almost never fight in a normal quest. It usually only interrupts other quests. And so you have a, a very similar reaction to walking into a city in World of Warcraft to a Basil Goose entering. Uh, it, may, it made me think of this theme. Okay. You usually don't see it coming. You'll just hear its music, and then you got to look around and find it as it's dive-bombing you. Hmm. Yeah, the music just sounds huge. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I like that a lot. I really have no excuse not to be playing Monster Hunter World now. I don't know. Is it coming to Switch? Or is that decided? I'll play Monster I'm Hunter sure. World, and you'll play this, and you'll play the. Actually, I heard it called the Switcher. <laughs> How did I not think of that sooner? The Switcher. Yeah, you'll play the Switcher. We'll both have a, a grand old time. Yeah, that's really good. I I totally have been mean to play Monster Hunter World. I know uh, I know how good it is. While we're thinking of the big expansion things, comes out though, on the 6th. Yes, we'll have uh, That's probably might be a good time to do it because people will be playing it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Dark Souls. You know, if a DLC comes out, people are probably replaying it to get excited for that. Yeah. I do want to play a game about other similarly large things. This is from Shadow of the Colossus. Mm -hmm. I feel like Shadow of the Colossus doesn't get talked out. I feel like it was, uh, for a while, it was, like, underrated, and now it's overrated. Mm -hmm. And that for a while it was like, oh, man, it's this masterpiece no one has talked about. And then now I feel like people aren't talking about it because they're worried about too many people talked about it being not talked about. Yeah, it's that been makes... remastered, it's been redone. Exactly, if that makes any sense. But it's like, uh, it's like Stairway to Heaven. You know, we don't talk about it because we know it's great, so we don't want to talk about it. But it, classics still, are classic for a reason. It's still great, and I vividly remember this part here. Love that high note. I vividly remember playing this game as a kid, and this game came in like I don't know, 2004. So I'm 11 years old, and at this point, I'm basically the kid that 
parents around the world have had nightmares about because, you know, it's just like violence, 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 gore, 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 kill everything. I grew up on Doom. I grew up on Tomb Raider. Shoot all the things. And then I'm playing Shadow of the Colossus, and I literally remember the music making me not want to kill the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Because if you if anyone's played that game, and again, I'm sure you all have, or at least know someone who has, or you know the general gist, the Colossus aren't, like, looking to attack you. They're not invading your kingdom. They're not doing anything. You just find these relatively peaceful creatures and you just kill them just because someone told you to Mm -hmm. so i always felt super guilty especially because that music is so powerful of just basically showing up and it's like hey you're just minding your own business and i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you now and they're like literally fighting for their lives because they didn't want this just someone showed up and tried to kill them and now they're dead Mm -hmm. so i like that's the most conflicted i've ever been killing a generic i guess generic i mean there's like 18 of them um but that's it. They're the only enemies in the game. Yeah. So the I, whole game is what, like sixteen? I think. Boss yeah, fights? something like that. Yeah. So I remember feeling very conflicted, um, particularly because the music was so great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a couple of huge things. I don't know if you have anything else in yours, or if I should bounce around a little bit. Yeah, I got one more I could go to. We could uh, head up a little bit of Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney. All right. Another from the uh, the composer's own channel. Love that. Yeah. Composer, by the way, is one of my absolute favorite. He's mostly a film composer. His name's Joe Hisaishi. Oh, uh, yes. Well known for working very closely with Studio Ghibli. Why am I not seeing this? That, that, uh, what's the song called? Uh, Dominion of the Dark Jinn. Dominion of the Dark Jinn. Why am I? I'm, oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, I, man, I love Joe Hisaishi. Mm-hmm. Uh, done a lot of Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So my first, like, um, I'm assuming that, actually, you know what? Keep it low, and then we'll play it for a little bit here. I'm assuming that a lot of people kind of grew up. I, I think my childhood wasn't unique to me in that when you're young, like, you only have the music you're exposed to, but then you're given this beautiful tool called YouTube, and then you just Google, like, sad piano music. So it's like, let me feel something. You know, I'm 12. I'm full of rage and hormones. Let me feel something. And that's when I came upon Joe Asashi before mm-hmm. I even ever really watched a Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah. And then now it's just like, I, you really did stumble upon a master. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything about the song in particular? Wrath of the White Witch, it's from, it says? Yeah, yeah, it's from the, the first Nino Kuni. Ah. So this is basically the main theme of uh, of the game. This is another one I had a lot of trouble choosing. Mm-hmm. Went back and forth on like five or six different themes. The music is so well done throughout the entire thing. So whimsical. Yeah, it really captures the whole character of the game mm-hmm. all all in one piece. It's There's like darkness and battles and lots of really bad stuff happening, but it's also just so full of like life and, and happiness, even in all the darkness. Mm-hmm. Now I want to go watch some Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah. Or play that game, I guess. You definitely should. The advantage of movies, though, is they're, they're quick. <laughs> yeah. It's always like what I'm telling people when someone, like, recommends, uh, like, a, oh, man, you should watch, like, this movie. That's so much easier than, oh, man, you should play this game. So if like, you're playing a game, I'm dooming you to, like, 30 hours of <laughs> You know, it's yeah. not an easy favor to ask. You can go watch some of the uh, uh, cutscenes, which are animated by Studio Ghibli. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well, okay then. That might be uh, that might be an option. Or uh, yeah, there's then the occasional game where you can do like game the movie. The movie, yeah. yeah, and you can just watch it all there. Well, you know what? While we're in a Japanese vibe, I had a bunch of. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna play this song. It's it's from Dragon Quest, which is a huge series that I don't think any of us have played. And do you know why I know we haven't played it? Because at E3, when we were doing our E3 roundup, we were talking about Dragon Quest Builders, a huge series, released like a building-type game called Dragon Quest Builders, and we all sat here and said, DQ Builders, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then I went home and listened to a professional video game journalist, not just a volunteer at university, and they were like, man, Dragon Quest Builders looks great. I'm like, ah, crap. That's a very famous series that we just <laughs> screwed up. But the music is very good.
kind of similar to Monster Hunter in mm-hmm. that it's the series has been around for a long time and always been very successful, very popular in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for Monster Hunter, at least until the most recent one, was never very popular in North America. Yeah, never quite crossed over. Neil has uh, sent over uh, um, uh, some music that he wants to be played from Super Mario Galaxy. It's called Gutsy Garden. I did try to add this to my playlist, but the link that I found from someone who recommended it on Reddit didn't work in Canada um, because Nintendo is really bad with taking stuff down. played Super Mario Galaxy in forever. Yeah, I played it when it first came out and haven't touched it since. Yeah. I feel... I mean, granted, there's got to be a lot of people who adore platformers. I Like, most of the platformers I've played, except for maybe Spyro, but then even then I play, replayed it for the nostalgia. It's like I play it once and it's like, okay. Like, I, I now that I've achieved that, there's, like, I, there's no other build for Mario, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's I have a hard time playing the same game twice unless it's like one of my absolute favorites, like Mass Effect or something. But even then, like, it's an RPG, so you can do things slightly differently. Like, you try to bring different squad mates or whatever. But I, I usually don't do this exact same thing multiple times. So maybe that's why I don't replay tra- um, platformers. But I'm just reading through the comments on that, and everyone's just like, hearing this music makes me want to go back and play Super Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That's half the comments, and the other half are like, my god, is Super Mario Galaxy old enough that it's childhood nostalgia now? And I'm like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> the game came out when we were in, like, high school, so we were basically adults. Don't don't say that. Don't pretend like we're old now. So there you go. That one is a shout-out to Neil, who says cheers, and I appreciate that. Also, Neil, if you've ever heard of the Teddy Bears Picnic, please message us, because we got no idea what the hell is going on with that song. <laughs> the, uh, the Anne Murray version, of course. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Let's keep going epic, because I got a bunch of epic stuff on here. And I think, I don't think we played this last time. Actually, we last did this in early 2018. So I hadn't even played this game yet. So without me revealing it, do you have any idea what that theme is from? Uh, I'm thinking God of War. You are correct. God of War. It just sounds huge, which is kind yeah. of the theme of God of War. It's Kratos is huge, the world is huge, the enemies are huge, everything's huge. It's got this great weight. I think, honestly, aside from maybe, and, and I don't think either of us have finished it, but aside from maybe like Red Dead Redemption 2 in particular, I think God of War came the closest of any game I've ever played to basically being a, a movie that you are playing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've played games that, like, the gameplay is very minimal, and so it's more of a movie thing, but this was, like... Th- I mean, it, the, the gameplay was beautiful, and it flowed into the cutscenes, which were so beautiful, and everything was just amazing, and the and the music by Bear McCreary is just outstanding. So it, it just all flowed together into an amazing, amazing experience. And so, yeah... As particularly since we hadn't played it last year, since uh, yeah, I played it last summer. We did this last May, I think. Had to get some God of War mm-hmm. on there. All right. What else you got? Well, speaking of huge things, why don't we dip into some Xenoblade Chronicles? 
Xenoblade Chronicles. Maybe one you can start a little ways in a minute or so. A minute? Okay. This, this is another is... game that I've never played, but I've seen many things about it, and it's been on my list for a long time. I remember, like, Xenoblade Chronicles X, like, when the Switch first came out, when was that, like, 2016? Mm-hmm. It was just announced with a trailer that looked really cool, and it just said X. And then I totally lost... Uh, sort of lost track of that game. But always meant to go back and play it. And that's the title screen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you just sit there and it hits you with this intense emotional suite. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm like one lottery winning away from playing all these games. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's what's going to take. You're just going to like uh, paid leave, if I, like break a toe or something. I can't go into I guess that would be a bad example. Damn it, I have a desk job, so like anything that would keep me from <laughs> doing my job would also keep me from playing games. You gotta break your tailbone so you can't sit. Ah, there you go. So Might I make it to... tough to play all the games though. Well, you can get I've seen people who have like a switch headset where it's face like it goes into there so you can like play it lying down basically. That is the dream. <laughs> I think that's the uh the girlfriend nightmare. Actually I think I saw it on girlfriend reviews actually. That would be interesting. Okay, so I got uh, something that we can have a video game theme without doing this. It's Mass Effect. But I think even though I know we've played a lot of Mass Effect music on here before, I don't think we play this one. This one's called The Future for the Krogan. Let it get that far, I feel that's when it really all comes together. This song, uh, A Future for the Crow, but I also, I was going back and forth between that one and one of the epilogue songs, mm-hmm. uh, A Future Many Will Never See. I particularly like, let me back this up. So, part of the reason that Adam's not here is he does like video game music, but he's always been very lyric-oriented in all his music. It's just got to have good lyrics. Like, if it, he enjoys it if there's no lyrics, but he doesn't like it doesn't stick with him. It just mm-hmm. kind of goes in and out. And weirdly enough, I feel like I'm in an intense minority. That's how I am with, like, lyrics. So I, I have plenty of songs that I'm positive, if they were playing, I could recite the lyrics to perfectly, and yet I don't really know what they're about. I don't know what the themes of the song are. I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. I find myself on, I'm on song meanings all the time. It's like, what the hell was this song about? I can't interpret this. So I really like when an instrumental song will have a provocative title, and then that just sort of makes it all flow together. And one of the ones, it's not video game music, so I won't play it, but uh, I know you listen to Two Steps From Hell. Mm-hmm. One of the songs that I love of theirs, especially because of the title, is called His Brightest Star Was You. And I don't know why. Kind of, It makes me feel a little bit like Tony and Howard Stark, yeah. but just it's, it's just that implication that 
you know, whatever it was, maybe this was like God we're talking about. He's like, yeah, you made all this other stuff, but his brightest star was you. It makes me feel so good. I love it when video games do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, we're running a little bit out of time. So, uh, I think we've done a pretty good job getting through your list here, though. Yeah, we're all, we've gotten to almost all of it. Yeah, so, hit me up with one more. Uh, maybe if we go, to, go out on a little bit of a higher note, we can hit up some Undertale. Definitely. I had Undertale on my list, too, actually. So, it's astonishing how I'm uh, screwing up going through your list, even though it's so small. There we go. I love the soundtrack, and I've never actually played it. I own it yeah. on Steam, and I have not actually gotten around to playing it I, yet. I feel like, and this is going to be really embarrassing, because this has happened with a couple things in my life, but I, I hope, hopefully I'm getting out of it more as I get older, but I'm such a contrarian sometimes that mm. if, if everyone's like, oh man, this thing is like the best thing in the world, particularly if I don't necessarily share the taste of those people most of the time, I'm just like, oh man, you like it, it must be terrible. And then everyone was like, Undertale must be amazing. I'm just like, oh, what do they know? What does the internet know? They must be wrong. I'm going to listen to the internet when they agree with me and not when mm-hmm. they disagree with me or whatever it is. So just because of my own stupidity, I've never listened to Undertale. But I did the exact same thing with Arrested Development. When in like the mm-hmm. early 2000s, people were just like, man, have you seen this show Arrested Development? It's really good. I'm like, Ugh. Everyone likes Arrested Development. It must be terrible. Arrested Development is phenomenal. <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows now. Yeah, and I think it's probably safe to say at this point, Undertale is also phenomenal. I think Undertale I, is, yeah. it's can't actually get my own opinion of the game. I would I would go as far to say it seems like it's gone down in history. I mean, history already. It's a straight-up masterpiece. Yeah. I love how much character there is in the game, even just listen, or, uh, reading through the titles of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like, that that track we just played is titled, Nyehehe. Well, I got an Undertale song, too. We'll play that as well. We'll give some love to a game we haven't played. This one's called Hopes and Dreams. try to blaze through a couple here just to, basically to cross out big franchises that we've never talked about before uh, the elder scrolls has really good music mm-hmm. so here's the morrowind theme i think this is actually skyrim it probably has the most famous one but this is probably my favorite version of it mm-hmm. it's just one of those melodies that might be in your head even though you don't know where mm-hmm. yeah definitely Yeah, obviously I had to get that in there, especially for people, uh, so they don't hit us up on Facebook, even though I would love it if you hit us up on Facebook. Uh, how many times can I say hit us up on Facebook in one episode? I'll stop. Uh, that, but that's basically so people don't tell us, why do you play Elder Scrolls? I'm like, no, we get it, but it's just, I only got an hour, man. <laughs> <laughs> an hour a year, although, this is Sonic. I don't think we've played Sonic on any of them yet. Green Hills, it's like classic Sonic. Had to get that. I don't know if we're, uh... Oh, shit, that's the melody. Sorry for talking over that. I don't know if we're going to be the ones to break the news, but uh, we do have a little bit of TV Talkers news while the TV Talkers people are here, because it's you and me. Uh, but unfortunately, Farron is going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus, so she's got a, a little bit of a, a work thing going on for the next while. So it's going to be down to the TV Talkers trio for the next little while, but with Tiago going back into school... And you and I not being in school. Haha! Just having regular jobs. Let's see if we can't do another video game episode before it's been a full calendar year. Yeah. Let's see if we can do this maybe a little more regularly. So the next time we've got an hour free, if there's been no uh, major releases coming out, let's try to do this again because clearly we're not running out of stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, and we could even just let things sit a little bit, which would be, I think, would be totally okay with that. I do also want to get in uh, a little bit of Witcher stuff, naturally. I can't not. Especially with the Switcher coming out soon, and you guys will be exposed to it. What is that instrument that we're listening to right there? Just a cello, I think. It's a... It feels more, like, earthy than most cellos I listen to, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Either way, I hear that's... I, I threw that in there because I hear that particular sound in so much of the Witcher music, and you just don't hear... Maybe it's just that it's an isolated cello instead of a group of them. Mm -hmm. Could also be a, a low viola. Maybe. This one's called The Wolf and the Swallow, which is, of course, based off of uh, Geralt and his daughter. And then I wanted to, to basically There's to take us out. something about that sort of like mournful solo string instrument that I love. Yeah, yeah. The, God, the Witcher's so great. And it's, it's so unique sounding. There's really no games that sound like The Witcher 3 does. So this is a song called That's the Way It Is by Daniel Lanois. I think I pronounced that right. This is from Red Dead Redemption 2. So again, Rockstar is one of those developers that takes the music very seriously. Red Dead Redemption 1 had insanely good music. And neither of us have finished Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2 yet, but I'm positive that that's excellent music throughout it. So I basically just looked up what was the most commonly searched Red Dead Redemption 2 music, and it was this one. So, we're out of time, and that's the way it is. Is how I can... See, I got it planned a little bit. Exactly. But stay tuned. Uh, coming up, I know, Matt, you didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but coming up, the probably the next huge release for us is going to be NHL. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a lot of NHL news when NHL comes out, because we are good Canadian boys. We do play NHL. And then there's going to be just a, a smorgasbord of fall titles to be talking about. So we'll probably maybe each grab a few of them. That always seems to be how it is. And we'll be so there's going to be plenty of stuff. Stay tuned to us live every Monday from five to five thirty. You can also find us on podcast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find the podcast links if you're having trouble finding them on our Facebook page, GameOver.com/slash. No, 